Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans, to another week of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here alongside Dan Terhar again, as well as A.J. Fredrickson. Dan and A.J., how are you guys doing today? Doing great. A.J., how's it going? Not too bad. Uh, back for another week. Uh, we're Hopefully we can put uh, these past couple of matches behind us with a brand new Loon Talk, um, kind of the therapy session maybe for, for Loons fans across the state. <laughs> Well, this is a lot cheaper than therapy, so absolutely, yeah, it's it. free. Let's so it. let's let's do this. We've uh, we've got our drinks ready. I've got my strawberry crush ready because we're just oh. continuing the trend of weird drinks that I'm going to be what, drinking what, at this what point. What was that? Show me that again. What was that? We got strawberry crush today, Dan. You can you just why don't you just get a sugar IV going? Just just <laughs> just just pump it right in there. Who says I don't? You. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump right into this. It was a most disappointing result for the Loons. They got crushed once again down in Kansas City, four to one, in one of the most disappointing performances we've seen in a long time. Uh, editor's note here: Dan Dan said he would uh, before we started recording. He said he'd be positive. He wouldn't be negative. Millennial, so that's leaving the negative to uh, AJ and myself. So we will test Dan's patience with that positive only <laughs> mindset will test yep. his zen tonight and see if he can actually be the tyler miller rock at the bottom of the stream I of am, our negativity yes <laughs> more of a brick than a rock i'm more of like right. a big square brick at the bottom of the stream and every you guys are just <laughs> flowing by me all right so then uh let's get started right here dan Minnesota lose once again in regular season play to Sporting Kansas City in Kansas City. They've never won there. They've now scored just two goals, and I think like the eight trips they've taken down there. Tell me a positive outside of what a cool, awesome goal Mender Garcia scored. <laughs> Tell me one positive from that match. Go ahead. Floor is all uh, yours. One okay. All right. Well, you were you're going right at it. Okay. Yep. This was this is a team right now. I'm not gonna tell you they aren't struggling. Um, but I think what they're struggling with can be fixed. First of all, um, you can say they shouldn't depend that much on Ma- Emmanuel Reynoso, but they do. So let's get over that right away, okay? Mm-hmm. If Manuel, if Emmanuel Reynoso disappeared today, we don't probably win another game this year, and next year's up in the air as well. Uh, but he's back, uh, what is it, two weeks, week and a half, whatever, the first, and – um, they'll go back to a formation that they're used to, that they've spent the majority of the last six years playing, and that I believe the players prefer and are more comfortable with. Um, and I think that alone is a huge difference. Um, as far as losing at Sporting Kansas City, I, I can't explain why we are so horrible there. Um, Sporting Kansas City, was they've been better lately. I think we made them look really good. Um, I think as quickly as this thing got bad, it can go good again, and I really believe it will. Um, I'm just very optimistic. They close the regular season strongly, and they go into the playoffs in, in, in a good feeling. But um, maybe you guys have an idea of why we play so horribly at Kansas City, even when they're not very good. I don't know, but um, it's a different match if Emmanuel Reynoso is in. Um, it's a different match if we don't give up an own goal. 
another one off. You know, what are the uh, if if I'd have told you and write that down early this year that Michael Boxel would give up two clutch own goals in the, in the, late in the season, you'd have said, "Nah, you're nuts," because he hasn't done that at all, has he? I love the use of the word clutch there. <laughs> in that <Yeah>. instance, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't. He just nothing. He hasn't. He's in. So those are fluky things, and, and this team can get over that. Um, I just think when they get the band back together again against San Jose, I think things are going to turn around. AJ? There you go. Convince me I'm wrong. AJ, rebuttal? I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why you can't be positive about that. I love and use this <laughs> website called SofaScore to kind of track the games while we watch it. And they have added new this year. It's called the Momentum Bar. And basically, it's just imagine a straight line across your screen as one team applies pressure. And it's like a, a bar graph, essentially. And as, as I'm looking at the final one here from this past Saturday's match, the top is green for Sporting KC, and the bottom mm-hmm. is blue for Minnesota United. There is almost zero blue in the first half for this momentum bar. Absolutely none. The fact that they were like non-existent, just sitting in their own half, not being able to make these runs. Just not. They finished with a 79% passing percentage on the night, which seems inflated maybe by late possession and just short passing, but they, they just weren't really doing anything that seemed like progressive soccer in the first half they give up that own goal you expect them to, and it was and it was unlucky i i think it, nobody's gonna say that that was very avoidable it was unlucky it was just kind of bad place bad time um so what do you expect your team to do sit on their heels kind of curl up in a ball or come back give it right back to the opponent say all right now we're trailing we got to get one before the half we don't they just couldn't get anything going after that own goal. There was nothing that was ensuring. The, it, it was a lot of standing around, a lot of, well, like, okay, I guess I lost the ball here. I'll just kind of walk slowly back. There, it, there was a lot of nonchalant, we're already eliminated from the playoffs type of effort, which f- from a supporter is not reassuring in any sense of the fashion, in any sense of the word, because this is a team that, a week or two ago was maybe threatening the the three or two spot for playoffs. And now they're going to be battling. It seems like just to maybe get it back into home playoff position, let alone into the playoffs at all with how this form has been going. I, I expect them to get nine points out of their final three games. And I've said that on the past couple of shows, I'm not sure they're going to get three out of the final three games at this point. It would be, it would, it would be very, very, shocking if this team could really just like do a full 180 turn around after the international break and fly into the playoffs um I, i'm not sure exactly what i watched on saturday night but it sure wasn't the minnesota united team that we've seen flashes of um for the past month or two here you're, you're for a supporter you're not being very supportive <laughs> some of the best have you ever heard of supportive criticism Constructive criticism. Is that a thing? Do you just make that up right now? I might have just made sure that up right now. I'm pretty sure you did. I, I agree with everything you said. But the difference is I do believe that they are uh, a player or two coming back, um, the player being Emmanuel Reynoso, um, uh, away from uh, being that team that was cruising along and scoring goals. I, I think this team has just – they're just messed up enough to be able to turn it back on. Jonathan – 
is that your feeling too? Is that this thing is just going downhill with so much momentum that it can't be turned? And I didn't understand anything AJ said about the bars and stuff. I don't know if he's talking about soap or what. But, uh, <laughs> what about you, Jonathan? No, I. So where I disagree with you, Dan, is the fact that it's just one or two players, or it's just Emmanuel Reynoso returning because he's been in this team for three of these last five games where they haven't won a game, and a couple of those appearances. They, especially the two three nils in a row, they didn't look good at all. Yes, he was injured a little bit, but still, they didn't look good at all. And it's just, it's, for me, it's just this team lacks confidence right now. And I don't know why, because they had one of the best runs of forms in the entire season across mm-hmm. the entire league. And all of a sudden, they lose once and it just, it the confidence just shatters and i don't know what it is i don't know why it happened and why they've struggled to get it back it cannot all be the the defensive struggles that we've seen this team have cannot all just be laid at the feet of Bakai Debasi going out injured for the rest of the season and probably for a majority of the next season because if that's the case we're in for a long 2023 season because that's a that's a big loss and we're seeing how big of a loss Bakai Debasi is they'll have to shore that up in the off season but they can't it's it's literally just one guy missing out of the starting lineup that's been going well up until September started and that's Pekita Bossi. Other than that, Mangarin also, yes, he's missed two matches due to yellow card accumulation or uh they just didn't want to rest or they didn't want to play him because he's a little bit injured. Uh one of those matches they actually looked pretty good against Portland without him. The game against Sporting Kansas City is is baffling to me why they looked so bad uh, in the first half. They looked like they didn't want to be there. They didn't show up. Second half, they looked like a completely different team. They were trying. They clearly got quite the talking to in the locker room for Adrian Heath, and they deserved it because the team that we saw in the first half was reminiscent of the 2017 Minnesota United team that started the season, that started giving up a record amount of goals uh, for an expansion club. That is what that team reminded me of. Not the team that we've seen over the past couple of years make playoffs at a canter. And this this team just does not... Rem- this team that we've seen over the past five games does not remind me anything of the team that we've seen for, what, all of July, all of August? Yeah. It's It's crazy how quick it turned... They have the guys there that, that can make it turn around as quick as that, but it's also you have to bring that confidence back, and this is a really hard time in the season to do that because so much pressure is on these players to make the playoffs. So much pressure is on the players just to get every single point possible that it feels that it probably feels like they can't make one mistake. There's no room for error, and to bring confidence back, you kind of have to have that room for error and they don't have it right now because of the way they're playing with the way some other games are breaking against them. Some games are breaking for them over the past couple weeks as well, keeping them in the position. Yes, they've lost. They haven't won in the last five, but they've also only dropped two places in the Western conference standings because of the, the cushion they built up through July and August. So I'm, I'm kind of 50, 50 on whether they can do it or not. I mean, this game against San Jose will prove, will show to me whether they can, whether I'll believe that they can do it in the final game again of the season against the Vancouver side. That is, that has been fighting for their lives over the past couple weeks, and they've been playing well. Do it. They just, they just crushed LA Galaxy in Vancouver this last uh, Saturday or Sunday night. I can't remember when their game was, but that's not going to be an easy Vancouver side coming in. So the Loons will have to show up against San Jose and prove that they can win on the road. They can beat a team that, yes, are 
are eliminated from the playoffs, but they're still professionals. They're still going to go out there and put on a good performance. So I, I really don't know how to feel about this team, which it crushes me as a supporter and a fan of this team, wanting to see them succeed and, and play well and get into the playoffs. But I just, over the last five weeks, they haven't played like the team that we've saw, we've seen for mo- most of the season. I'm exhausted. You guys are just, you guys are just, it's so much more work to be negative than it is to be positive. I, feel I don't want to be negative. It can be sleepy. So let me say one last thing. Uh, when this team turned it around, uh, I think it was part of the reason was, you know, a lot of it was because Emmanuel Reynoso just became the, you know, for a while the best player in the league. Um, but they played with an edge. They played, um, they played a little angry. And I honestly believe that after what happened on Saturday, if this team isn't angry, then nothing's ever going to happen good for this team. Yeah. And I think that will play into my optimism as well. I think they're going to go into San Jose uh, with, with, with an edge that they need. And uh, if Reynoso is healthy, I think, I think they can't turn it around. So, um, you know, am I being overly optimistic? Maybe a little bit, but uh, like I said, I have to be because that's what makes it fun for me. And it's hard for me to write them off when we know what you guys both know what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference we have here is I think they can regain that here for the final two. You guys are going, eh, that's a, that's a big, that's a big ask, but um, I want them to prove it to me. I'm not saying they yeah, can't, well, but I right. want them to prove it to me and they have to do it in a big way with just two games left. They have to do it in a big way against oh, yeah. San Jose. So I'm not willing to believe like you, unfortunately, uh, that they are going to do it. I want I want them to prove it to me because don't get me wrong. I want them to win. I want them to go in the playoffs and play as many games yeah, as possible because it's yep. great for my bank account personally. Whether if they do it or not, I get paid by the game. I'm okay with that if they AJ, continue it's playing. About, it's all about him, AJ. Always will be. <laughs> Makes me more money. money. <laughs> Show me the money. So, of course, I'm going to cheer them on and hope yeah. that they win because right. it's great for me personally, but it's also just better when teams in this town do well because it's – gosh, the sports teams in this town have led to so many depressing moments. We just need one of them to do well. Really? Yeah, well, yeah, so. let's let's hope that it turns around and things get exciting. But, yeah, right now it's 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 a big ask, but I hope they can do it. Yeah. All right, just And just to clarify, too, I guess I thought that we were just absolutely digging into the – we are – the pessimist uh, for the episode. I, I very job. much, I very much would want. I, I want to believe that they can turn around because we've seen just how good they can be, and we like the points he made. We've seen what they can do without Emmanuel mm-hmm. Reynoso, and it's, it's just so frustrating, and maybe more so for us as people who like, co- like we work as covering the game to show up to work knowing that hey, this team should and can get three points against Casey on the road no matter Mm -hmm. the history there, and then that's what we have to cover. That's Mm -hmm. what we have to watch. Um, And so I'm sure sure supporters are right there with us because they're setting aside an hour and a half plus halftime of their Saturday night to sit down on the couch and watch this team that that they follow for eight months or whatever out of the year to do that performance. So I want them so badly to return to the form that we saw where they were just better than everybody else. And yeah. there was no doubt that they're going to put up three goals and maybe concede one only, but they're going to get the three points. I'm just not sure at this stage that the pressure could be maybe a little too much for them to actually like just flip that switch. I don't think it's as simple as that anymore. 
All I got to say is I'm glad I didn't have to call that game against Kansas City, and that was back on your plate, Dan. <laughs> yeah, that was I'm Glad a I got the LAFC game. Maybe maybe if we can get AJ in front of the team here before they come back to play and he can explain them about the green bars and the blue bars. <laughs> the momentum bar? Yeah, maybe they don't know about that. You know, don't maybe, hate on the momentum bar. <laughs> it, might, it might change their attitude. I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to rule anything out. Some people cheer for the team. I some people cheer for the game. I cheer for the momentum bar. All I AJ want brought in advanced game. analytics to this yeah. conversation, and Dan's like, "Nah, we ain't doing that here." <laughs> <laughs> AJ, Money I've ball. tried to bring in. I've tried to bring in XG and XA before, and it just doesn't yeah. work. So, X, let's XG about chromosomes. So awesome. Moneyball. What are we doing here? <laughs> I love me some expected goals, and how much people freaking hate it. It's hilarious. All right. <laughs> So let's move on because we don't want to talk any more about a 4-1 loss to Sporting yeah, Kansas City. Uh, next up for the Loons, they will play the San Jose Earthquakes out in San Jose uh, coming up uh, on October 1st. A.J. Fredrickson will be the host of that uh, broadcast. Dan Tara will be on the call of that one because I'll be on the other side of the ocean. Uh, Sporting or San Jose have, are winless in their last three. They've won one of their last five. Uh, drawing 1-1 to FC Dallas. We'll preview that game more next week because we've got two weeks to go until that one. So let's take a quick look across the league at some of the other scores and uh, news items um, from the past week in Major League Soccer. Plenty going on. LAFC finally clinched number one seed in the Western Conference by beating uh, Houston Dynamo this last weekend. Finally did it. They finally got across that line that they've been kind of looking at for the longest time boys it was gonna it was going to happen i guess um my thoughts are you know they're probably feeling the way minnesota united you know were for a while it's like can we turn this around or are we free falling and uh, now granted they're a little more skilled club than than minnesota is but you know they had to be going through the same thing and then and then now watch they get that 3-1 win over houston um they will probably roll off a couple of wins to end the season. They'll be in fine form. So I'm just asking, you know, Minnesota United to just do the same thing. Just rip off a couple of wins at the end and get going. But, um, I, yeah, Houston, you know, if we, I'd like to play Houston two times if we could to end the year. That'd be fine with me. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've got San Jose. They're, they're pretty much yeah, they're, they're, similar they're boat. Should be able we, can't, to... we can't possibly lose to San Jose. I mean, we said the same thing about Sporting Kansas City, but uh, we just spent the last 16 minutes saying otherwise, so we'll move on from that one. Uh, Seattle boys, their season looks like it's going to come to an end before they even get to the playoffs for the first time in their club's MLS history. An absolute shock. I can't imagine the shock that would be, that would send across the, the, the league if that happened. They win the CONCACAF Champions League. They're the first team to do that in Major League Soccer history, and then they don't qualify for the playoffs for the first time in their club's history that would be an incredible fall all in one season did they put too much into the concaf title um, that's what people they, are saying and yes and have, joao paulo going out injured is a huge well, loss for them right. but still he injured that before but you know we've talked about this every season aj is that somehow seattle comes lackadaisically into the season like they don't care you know and then all of a sudden they turn it on and they make a run to the top four but um, yeah, I, I think I think we just thought they would do that again, and it doesn't look like it. And the funny thing about the Seattle team is they're sitting in 10th right now in the Western Conference, and just looking at other teams in the Western Conference that are above them, Vancouver, 
Gold differential of minus 17. Real Salt Lake, minus 4. Minnesota, minus 3. They're in 10th place with a plus 2 goal differential. Yep. So it's it's really not like they're playing bad. It's just they haven't gotten maybe like – they're losing a lot of close games. Yeah. So I think it's, it's probably tough to be in 10th place with a, with a good goal differential. That takes hard. That's not easy. They had, they had to really work <laughs> to get down there. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Real Salt Lake there. They lost surprisingly at home – to FC Cincinnati, who are looking more and more like they are going to secure their first ever trip to the playoffs after winning three straight wooden spoons, and uh, it was a two-one win for Cincinnati as LA or as Real Salt Lake drop out of the playoffs after LA Galaxy get a three-four-one win at Colorado this last weekend. So RSL, who at one point were competing with Minnesota for what third, fourth place in the Western Conference, now right. outside of the playoffs looking in going into the final two weeks of the season. So just showing you how quickly it can happen and Loons can't uh let it slip any longer. Yeah, if if the way it's going and it's so tough for the teams that are down there in uh you know tenth because yeah they could win out but they're counting on you know two, three, four teams all having to lose out, you know, and it's so difficult because chances are most of the teams in that middle section will win one and lose one and nothing will change much. So it's tough with two matches to go, three in some teams' cases. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, if I'm just thinking about uh, decision day, uh, that Sunday when the season comes to an end, that might be, you know, they keep the uh, they keep the, the Western Conference table updated as each team scores, and yeah. that thing is going to look like a like a uh, <laughs> momentum you know. bar. Yeah, it's just going to what? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look like a slot machine. It's going to be rolling. Just it's going to be just changing constantly. Be fun. Momentum bar. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be great to have to update on the final day <laughs> on decision day. Dan, we just got another score. Five seconds later, we got another score. It changed everything. Yes. Here's how it changed the standings in seven minutes later after explaining it all. We may, great. Do, we may do three or four updates each half on that uh, final decision. I'll just update you when there's a score and a standing yeah, just, change because yeah, just, that's how it's got to be. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. All right. And then uh, so that means teams after this last weekend's results eliminated from the playoffs. Um that's not right. It's now saying Sporting Kansas City is eliminated. I don't think that's true. Maybe it is. Uh, Sporting Kansas City, Houston, and San Jose are eliminated according to Major League Soccer's yeah, mobile app. That's what it says. I thought they were secure if they are safe if they won, but I guess not. Uh, Chicago, Toronto, and D.C. United all eliminated in the eastern side. AJ, uh, we joked about it on air on the broadcast on Saturday, but how do you feel about your call that Toronto was the most dangerous 13 seed going forward? I, at, at, I I stand by that at the time that I said it because they freezing were looking... cold takes ding 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 ding. Well, you're oh, you're, you're still right about one thing. They're thirteenth. Yeah, I mean that is true. They still could be right. dangerous. They're so right. They're so committed to the bit that they didn't even want to move out of thirteenth place. Well, they aren't either. So, yeah. <laughs> Teams that have secured their playoff uh, lives for this season, Philadelphia, Montreal, and New York Red Bulls, as well as LAFC who clinched number one seed in the Western Conference, Austin and Dallas locked up a playoff spot this last weekend. So 
after a year that we didn't get a single California or Texas team in the playoffs, now we've already got three of them locked into the playoffs with another LA team trying to fight their way in. And then uh, it looks like the other Houston team is not going to make it or the other Texas team is not going to make it as Houston have already been eliminated. So plenty going on across the league, Dan. You kind of knew that was such a such an anomaly to have the Texas yeah. teams and the LA the California teams out. That was just kind of odd, and you knew that would switch around. But I'm looking at um, the 13th place teams, Toronto and Houston. I think we get them together after the season and have the uh, AJ Derby. <laughs> would anybody watch? Uh, no, not. I don't think their own supporters would watch that. Probably not. No, I guess no. that wouldn't work. So. All right, moving quickly through our show tonight because uh, we're recording on a Monday night and the Vikings kick off in, what, 23 minutes' time. So we're going to speed this up. I don't know how we want to do this now that Dan is a week behind us in the predictor and we've got international break coming up. AJ, Dan, do we just want to let Dan choose games this week so we can catch up? And oh, AJ and I will take a break this week. Well, if you guys already got your picks, let's just do next week I'll get caught up. Maybe I'll do double picks next week. Well, we don't have any MLS games this weekend, so that's why we're we're thinking of letting you catch up. Oh, Maybe his count wrong. is double. You are wrong. LA Galaxy's playing on Saturday against. You've uh, already got that game picked though from earlier this season. That game what? is was postponed from earlier this season because of I a. Uh, well, so that, that was... game's already been picked from from earlier this season. So now you got to pick the U.S. Men's National Team games in another game of your choosing. Oh man! But so that I'll was run long... through. That was yeah, a long was... time ago. What did I pick? Do you know? You did picked I pick LA Galaxy over you San picked Jose. Two nil LA Galaxy, which is actually plausible. So actually, you know what? I was going to pick. I was going to pick three nil. <laughs> well, you I can switch it if you want. You no, no, I'll leave it up to now. I'm okay right. with that. I'm okay with that. So, all right. So then, uh, I'll run through these other scores while you think of scores for the U.S. Men's National Team. And I've got, another... I've got two that are legit that I can pick, and I'll just add one more. I'll just, I won't repick right. the Galaxy one. So, yeah, we can do that. Let's let's get I'll, into it. I'll recap what we did last week. AJ and I were the only two who picked last week, and it was a bad week for AJ. Another scoreless week as he picked uh, a three-one win for Philadelphia over Atlanta. Well, it was one-one. Uh, you picked a 2-0 win for FC Dallas over San Jose. It was 1-1, I believe, there as well. And then you picked a 1-0 win after changing originally from a 2-1, 2-1 win yeah. for Minnesota. Well, we already discussed that it wasn't. I said it would be 1-1 Sporting Kansas City, Minnesota. It wasn't. I also did say it would be 3-0 FC Dallas over San Jose. It wasn't. But I did say, I'm proud of this pick, pulling it out of the hat, FC Cincinnati 2, Real Salt Lake 1. So I get another... Two-pointer. Really? Yes, I really? said that. Go back and listen. 2-1 wow. FC Cincinnati. I don't know AJ, why I picked it. JJ, do you remember that? It seems eh, It seems like he's making that one up. Audio's yeah, there for everybody to listen to. <laughs> Find a, the stream uh, wherever you get your podcast. Do give us a rating, review, and a subscription. does help us get found. And uh, you can make sure that I was, wow. I'm was. i telling the truth. Just looping that all in there. So I'm now up to 42 points. Dan, you're on 31. AJ is on 22 points with his points still counting as double, yet he doesn't seem to care while he gets zero points week in and week out. Dan, picks are all yours, sir. All right. Even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. <laughs> That's uh, why I'm at 42 points. All right. I got I to gotta put, put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go with Minnesota at San Jose on October 1st. Minnesota wins 4-0. Oh, okay. I like Alrighty, it. Then. That would be showing it in a big way. All right. Next pick. Friday, 
USA over Japan, 5 0. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. I'm all in on that result. Let's not disrespect Japan like that. I think think they're going to the World Cup. They're going to the World Cup. Come on. Um, Next Tuesday, a week from Tuesday, Seattle 2, Cincinnati 1. Wow. Okay. Cincinnati's the hot one of the hotter teams in the league, Dan. You're going to test them with Seattle, who's outside of the playoffs looking in, who haven't looked good all season. I trust Seattle more than I trust Cincinnati. Defending CONCACAF Champions League champions over yep. over FC yep. Cincinnati. Yeah. Ballsy call. Cincinnati's Ballsy not going call. anywhere. <laughs> Fair enough. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, so that's the predictor with Dan just choosing his uh, picks this week. Uh, let's get to write that down where we each make three soccer-related predictions, not necessarily goal line predictions. We'll keep track of the predictions throughout the year. The correct predictions, we'll call them goals, and the person with the most goals at the end of the season will win the highly coveted golden boot, which has never been awarded to anybody uh, because we don't know what the trophy doesn't is. doesn't even exist. Nope. Mythical so, trophy. Before we do anything, though, we do a, an accountability session, and we've had quite a bit come off the board over the past couple weeks because we all like to make picks that fire off later in the season, and now they're all starting to fire off. I said, we'll start with me, we'll go left to right in the spreadsheet here. I said earlier this season, Minnesota will lose no more than four games the rest of the season. Well, thanks to the Sporting Kansas City Oops. loss, that makes it four, or past four. That makes it five now. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, I said Minnesota will get at least three clean sheets before the end of the season a couple weeks Oops. ago. Well, they can't because there's only two games left. And then I did say Minnesota will get three wins from their final match- three matches of the season. Well, because they lost, they can't do that. Only two games left. Dan, looking wow. back at your accountability session, you had one come off the board correctly. You said LASC will win the Western Conference. Congratulations, they do. That so was, now you're up to 20 points this season. That yeah, was a tapping at the point you said. That's mm-hmm. the only thing you had come off the board. Uh, AJ said last last week uh, his boy Sonny would score at least one goal this weekend. And AJ, uh, what did he do again? He was the first player in Premier League history in the last seven years to come off the bench and score a hat trick. Thirteen minutes, Dan. Thir- talk about a super sub. Now, now was Is it AJ's- really Premier League history if it's only limited to the last seven years? I miss kind I, of a limited time sample there. I, I think I miss I miss I misworded it a little bit. I meant Is I meant to lead it up with the first player. Seven years? No, it feels like it's been around 30. longer. Hey, I got a question. Did did he word that properly? Did he say he would yes. score a goal or he'd score more than a goal or he more? He said I went back and listened to it. He said Sonny will score at least one goal this weekend. All right, good job, AJ. Thank you. Getting it by the skin of his teeth. There yep. you go. All right, so that brings AJ up to 10 goals this season, thanks to his picks and guest picks. So that means it's our time to write that down. And, Dan, we're not going to let you catch up because the score lines are so close. We're just going to keep it simple like this. Going to keep playing unfair because why not? Fine. <laughs> you go first, sir. All right, I got to stay with my uh, with my positive attitude. Uh, with uh, Minnesota United winning out and getting six points, that will le- allow them to finish in fourth place in the Western Conference. Okay. Write that down. Write that down. Uh, AJ. So now that we're in the international break, the U.S. men's national team has two matches before coming back to resume MLS play. They face off against Japan um, super early in the morning on the 23rd, and then Saudi Arabia around like noon, one-ish on the 27th. I think that for across the international break, I know it's only two, they're going to go unbeaten, but with at least one win. So they're going to, they're not, they're not going to lose either of those games, but they're going to at least win one of them. 
Write that down. Write this down. Mine doesn't really necessarily contradict yours because it means they could just not score a goal in one of them. U.S. men's national team will get two clean sheets in their next two games. In these last two games before the World Cup, they'll get two clean sheets against Japan and Saudi Arabia. Write that down. I'll tell you why I like that a lot. Because you're going to want to see, I I assume, and as we were talking about, you're going to want to see probably what Matt Turner has to offer Mm -hmm. in goal. And he's going to really want to show out. He's mm-hmm. going to want to win that job going into the World Cup because this is the last like chance these players have to prove to Greg Berhalter they deserve a start at the World Cup coming up in a month and a half. So, yeah, he's going to he's gonna pitch a shutout. Two clean sheets in a row, boys. Wow. Write that down, nice. Dan. Nice call. All right. Number two, Austin FC in the Western Conference will lose in the first round of the playoffs. Ooh, I like it. I like it quite a bit. Write that down. AJ? Similar to Jonathan and your write that down with people wanting to maybe prove themselves over this mm-hmm. international break. Really, really show GB, Greg Berhalter, what they've got. Triple Josh, Sar- Josh Sargent will score at oh, least a goal gosh. over the international break. Mm-mm. My game one starting striker for the U.S. men's national team, Josh Sargent. Write that down. All right, write that down. Uh, write it down, Josh Sargent. Will not score a goal oh, you, in these next two games. I was going to take that. Come on. Come on. You undercut. Changing my picks. Write that down. Josh Sargent is not scoring in these two games. That was just too good. That was too good. All right, Dan. All right. Man, I can't wait until he plays like a combined 13 minutes over both games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just comes on super late as like an extra sub. All right, number two in the East, Montreal will lose the first round of the playoffs. Wow! So the two no number faith in what Montreal can do. Number twos are both going down in the first round. Those are my upsets. There's always an upset in the first round. It, both number twos will be done. Right, that figures, down. figures Dan would put down the number twos. Twos. <laughs> Peace. My that final poop, right there. That poop joke. <laughs> What are we, what are we regressing <laughs> here? <laughs> I, did he just, I, didn't, no. I didn't want to be the, I didn't want to no, be the one didn't. to point that one out, but oh my no. gosh. No, he didn't. See, spending a little too much time home with the toddlers is his problem. That and mixed with that uh, strawberry here. crush, the Pull mind. Pull my finger, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm glad it took you guys a couple seconds to finally realize that. I thought we were above that, and then I realized we weren't. No. Oh, my gosh. Dan, you've been working with me for how long? Come on, you I should know, know this by uh, now. Chocolate milk and strawberry pop and poop jokes. Great. <sighs> All right, AJ, finish this mess. <laughs> no gosh. pun intended. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I had something originally, and I'm going to change it because of the the negative connotation that maybe we've carried into the podcast, at least myself. Um, Minnesota United, write this down. We'll finish in a playoff spot, but not in a home playoff spot. I think they're going to finish outside of the top four in the Western Conference, but they will be in the playoffs. Okay. That's plausible. All right. There we All go. Right. Is that it? No, I got one more. Uh, write this down. Since I've been so negative, I'm going to end it on a positive here. Wow. Emmanuel Reynoso, over these final two games of the season, will score at least three goals. Write that down. Wow. Okay. So, you know, fire this team into the playoffs. You fire should. them into a home playoff you game. 
You should have led with that one. That one would have nah. been a good uh, counter move. So that's, nope. That's why I saved it for last. Fine. Good strategy. Good strategy. I've learned something over the years. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> That has been Write That Down. That's been our terrible jokes that have regressed us back to third grade levels. Uh, boys, we will talk to you right back here next Monday night for another edition of Loon Talk. No game in between because yep. the next game is coming up on October 1st. I don't know, Dan, maybe we give some AJ some pointers heading into the game that he will be the host. And we'll uh, prepare him for everything he needs till to know, although he's been sitting alongside of us for yeah. the past three years, so he knows everything. All right, so, boys, we'll talk to you next Monday night. Loons fans, we'll talk to you next Monday night as well, right back here on Loon Talk. See ya. Bye.